those kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Or something. <laughs> Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Strained peas. Strained peas. <laughs> oh no, I spilt all my strained peas. Don't you think strained peas is an kind of an odd name for this? You know this? what? I'm just I've been so used to this title that I've just gotten used to it. So now it doesn't seem so strange. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, wow. Wow, that was quite the strained sneeze. I guess I'm allergic to peas. I guess I'm allergic to children. All we're saying is give peas a chance. I honestly can't stand children. Same. There's nothing more terrifying than children. Hey, guys. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. Dang. (laughs) My name is Daniel Montgomery. Hi. Welcome to Welcome to... My name is Matthew Scott Montgomery. It's so... We're so... Montgomery. We're so happy to have you here with us today. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Good morning, America. Good morning, America. I'd like to tell you that I'm... (laughs) We love Goosebumps. The only thing we love more than Goosebumps is Britney Britney Spears. Spears. And Lana Del Rey. That's true. But this podcast is about Goosebumps. (laughs) I was about to say Britney Spears. Um, We might just talk about her today. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Britney. So, the first thing is, Britney Spears... Was born in Kentwood, Louisiana in 1981. And, um, actually we're going to be talking about Tales to Give You Goosebumps today. Tales to Give You Goosebumps, the first installment of the Goosebumps short story anthologies. And this is the third short story in Tales to Give You Goosebumps number one. And it's entitled Strained Peas. Yes, and, um... It also has a corresponding TV episode. This fucking, you guys, this fucking, this fucking batshit episode of TV that we're going to giggle and tickle about. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so if you're scared of babies, then look out because... I can't, I, there's nothing scarier to me than, um... A new baby! A screaming child. Oh yeah, I hate it. And this really taps into that fear. Tap that, tap that. Tap that, tap that, jiggle that fat. Okay, let's just do it. Okay, fine. Our protagonist is a kid named Nicholas. And we start off this short story with Nicholas sitting on his front stoop with Mrs. Morgan, who is a woman who's been watching, who's like babysitting him while his parents are away at the hospital. You see, Nicholas's mother had a baby. She had a new baby and nicholas has a new little sister who's coming home oh and nick is not thrilled about his new baby sister and he's sitting there reading his iron man i just want to point this out because i thought it was cute he's reading his iron man comic book and i love when goosebumps references real life yes except iron man's fighting a villain named destro is that a real it's not destro is made up yeah that's true how do we know that he's made up is because he's a villain is identified by a little brown heart-shaped birthmark on his face so, yeah, Arlstein made that up. Yeah. But, yeah, there is this, like, birthmarked villain in the comic book that Nick is reading. And, and as he's reading the comic book, his parents pull up, and um, 
boot up. He they're there with his his brand new little sister Hannah. Hannah. And Hannah um, is a ghost. Hannah, yes, Hannah is the ghost next door. Mm-hmm. Hannah, the baby has a little birthmark on her face, exact same birthmark as Destro, the Wait Iron a Man. Wait second, the is mark of Destro? evil. No, it's the mark of evil. The mark of evil. <laughs> and the. Um, so the baby is now here at the house. The whole family, like aunts and uncles, everybody comes over and oohs and ahs over Ooh, the baby. And um, Nick is holding her and is like, Ugh, I'm not thrilled about having a little sister, but maybe she wouldn't be so bad. And maybe that scary birthmark doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, maybe it's not really the mark of evil. But then he sees a glint in her eyes. Wait, is that a glint in her eye? I think I think somehow a glint got into her one of her eyes. Oh, no. And her birthmark darkens. And then she throws up all over him. Sicked. Um, this is already one of the scariest short stories I've ever read. Yes. And Nick is convinced that she spewed on him on purpose. She did that on purpose. I know she did. And that first night that the baby's there, that baby starts wailing and screaming and screaming. But it's screaming. not just like normal screaming. It's like screaming like an animal in pain. So it is like a normal baby scream then. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, but he says it's it's it, it's the worst thing he's ever heard in his life, which he's, he's clearly never lived next to my neighbors. Oh. And the, the animal cries go on night after night after night, and they're so loud and so piercing that the, all the neighborhood dogs start barking. Mm. Um, Hannah learns to crawl very early, and... Nicholas is all of a sudden convinced that Hannah is trying to get rid of him. There's not much evidence to prove this just yet, but Nick just really feels like Hannah wants him gone. And one day, he, Nick Nick finds that she has eaten his math homework. Oh, okay. But no one believes him because oh. she doesn't even have no teeth yet. Oh, yeah, because she didn't have no teeth and later he finds her in um, Nick's parents' be- like perfectly white, beautiful bedroom, sitting with Nick's like paint set, his his paints with the paint splattered everywhere, just like slappy, just like slappy. And this Nick- is serving me Night Living Dummy Two realness. It is. It's a lot of Night. Li- it very much feels like Night Living Dummy Two, and. The parents are like, oh, no, you made a mess of our room, Nick. And Nick's like, it wasn't me. I just found Hannah here. Hannah did it. And they say, Hannah couldn't have done it. She's a baby. She's a stupid baby. The next afternoon, Nick comes home from school and he hears screams, screams coming from inside the house. He runs and says, what's what's happened? And he sees his mom is and the kitchen is completely covered in green slime, monster blood. And he's like, oh, no, she... Hannah's a monster and has covered his mother in green slime. He knew it. See, Mom, I told you. I told you she was a monster. And the mom says, no, no, honey. It's just strained peas. Ding, 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 drink. And that, no, she's just a messy little baby. And she's like, could you help me clean it up? And Nick's like, sick. But he helps her clean it up anyway. And he notices that Hannah's eyes have changed color. No, please. And he says, Mom, Hannah's eyes have changed color. She's evil, the birthmark. And she's like, honey, no. Baby's eye colors change all the time. Everything's fine. And she says, you need to get over it, honey, and start acting mature. But Nick could swear that Hannah's birthmark seemed to glow, glow, glow. Her birthmark glows. So, really, nothing that bad has really happened yet, right? Right. 
Just a birthmark, just some screaming, and just some spewing. Sounds pretty bad to me. I know. It really is pretty bad. One day, Nick is watching TV, and he hears a creeping sound. Wait a second. What's that creeping sound? Wait, wait, wait. I think I hear someone creeping. Oh, is that someone creeping and peeping in my window at home? <laughs> and he sees that it's Hannah crawling towards him with a pair of scissors. No, everyone knows don't crawl with scissors. No, no. And at that exact moment, Nick and Hannah's mom walks in and she's, Nick. Is she a single mom? I think, I don't know. Or does he have a deadbeat dad? No, I'm pretty sure they have. There's a dad. Yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm almost positive. Anyway, um, but I might be wrong. And so Hannah's crawling across the floor towards Nick with a pair of scissors in her hands, her and baby hands, and the mom walks in and goes, "What's happening in here?" And blames Nick for letting t- tiny Hannah have a sharp object. And he's like, no, 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 I didn't do it. She was trying to hurt me. Hannah wants to be an only child, and she wants to get rid of me. And the mom picks up Hannah and goes, and is like, ugh, just stop it, Nick. Just stop it. But the phone is ringing. Um, Nick's mom goes to answer the phone, and while she's on the phone holding sweet Hannah, she says, oh, no, we'll be right there, Dr. Davis. And And then Nick's mom starts crying. We'll be right there, Dr. D. And she starts holding the wall like she gonna faint. Staring at Hannah in horror. And Nick says, did the doctor call and tell us that she actually came from a family of monsters? And she says, no, it's worse. <laughs> it turns out the, our, the, some babies were switched at after birth. This isn't, Hannah's not really ours. Hannah's not my baby. She's not my baby. So they go, she goes to the hospital. Um, they swap out the baby and Hannah's mom has the same birthmark on her face. That's right. That's Mrs. right. Mrs. Destro. And they bring back a sweet little blonde baby girl home named Grace. Oh, Gracie girl. And Nick kind of watches her closely all day, and she's pretty normal, and, and she seems pretty perfect. Oh, and, I like Grace so much better than Emma. And so he goes into her her little cri- her little bedroom, into her crib, and starts tickling her, tickling her and tickling her. And, 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 she, and she's laughing and laughing. But then after tickling her, she says... If you tickle tickle me again, again, I'll rip your arm off. And then lets out a deep, guttural growl. And Nick screams at the top of his lungs. I'm going to read the first paragraph and last paragraph of this short story. It's over. My life changed forever the day Mom brought the new baby home from the hospital. My little sister is no ordinary baby. Um... I ran from the room, screaming my head off, and as I was leaving, I heard the baby cackle. I'll get rid of you, creep. Just wait till I can walk. So oh. that is strained peas. <laughs> it's kind of a disjointed story. It is. I think I think it, it, it like, jumps the premise. It's just, like, it's, it's as if... Arl Stein was like, I want to do a short story about, like, a crazy baby that wants to take over from her brother. And, like, it's not, like, completely fully realized. Yes. We kind of, like, start reading it, just understanding that this baby's going to, like, you know. Yeah, Nick kind of just decide like, because of, I guess, the birthmark from the comic book. Yeah. He just decides that this is what Hannah wants to do. And she doesn't, it doesn't ramp up enough. No. Well. And she doesn't do stuff that is, like, so outrageously like, it's all stuff kind of a normal baby could do, I guess. Yeah. 
I mean, a horrible baby, but all babies are, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. Well, speaking of absolutely horrible, batshit crazy stuff, that's exactly what this television episode has. Well, the TV show cranks it up a little bit, and they have to. Yeah, they crank it up so high that it does not make any sense about 20 minutes in. Oh, no, it doesn't make any sense. I do have to say, I don't remember watching this television episode, but it was absolutely fantastic at the beginning. Like, I had a total It was blast. really, really, really fun. And then it goes so far off the rails that I just can't justify it anymore. It's crazy. But, you know, I would, I would recommend either getting drunk or high and watching it. Yeah. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. So this uh, the strain, episode of Strained Peas was season three, episode 17, mm. well into the Goosebumps run. 17. It aired on February 21st, 1998. And I have some really fun trivia. Oh my God, yes. So Nick, or Nicholas, is played by an actor named Tyrone Savage. Mm-hmm. And he was also in It Came From Beneath the Sink. He was Daniel in It Came From of Beneath course, the Sink. Of course, I remember he was Daniel. Now hey, get, now, hey, Daniel. Now the actors that play his parents their names are booth savage and janet lane green and they are actually his parents really yeah so it's like the a real family oh my god a real a real mother and father and son you know i was while watching it the dad does not seem like an actor not really you know what no. i mean like yeah. he's so like at least like not like a we're so used to on the goosebumps television show like these like cartoony parents and the dad seems like he can't be bothered and is grounded in a way that's almost disarming. But that's his real Booth dad. Yeah, it's his, it's it's Booth Savage and his real son Tyrone Savage. Wow, that's 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 Tyrone's Booth bitch. <laughs> yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? I that's fun. fun. This is also the lowest rated Goosebumps episode on IMDb. Oh, IMDb IMDb ratings are trash. Only absolute demons rate things on IMDb. Well, that explains it then. Yeah. So let's, um, there, there's some little fun little popcorn stuff that pops up. Yeah, this here. episode is like chock full of like Goosebump winks and nods. Because I guess the series has been around for a while now that it knows that it's Goosebumps and it isn't yeah. afraid to reference it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to those as we go through it. Okay, so... There's a character in this television episode that does not exist in the short story, and it's Nick's best friend. Sam. Sam. I just have her in my notes as brace face, bitch, because I missed, <laughs> because I missed, and I say bitch lovingly because she's like, I think she's kind of amazing. Yeah, her. it's like her face is being swallowed by her braces. Yes, and you guys, Nick's best friend, brace face, bitch, Sam, serves serious looks throughout this whole episode. She does. She serves you that 90s, 60s realness. She wears backwards page boy caps she has a denim backwards page boy cap at one point she has psychedelic like pants and like it's just she's just so deliciously 90s dressed she also like graduated top of her class from the 90s canadian scary tv show acting school yes she did and all of her lines everything like this and don't even talk about kind of things like that so it kind of starts off right off the bat it's sam and nick and sam's like giving nick like some warnings or advice having two sisters herself what it's like going to be coming home with a baby sister yeah they're just hanging out waiting at home for the new baby sister to come home. I'm telling you, Nick, your life is over. The minute your parents come through that door with the new baby, they're not even gonna know you're here. It won't be that bad. We talked about this stuff. I'm serious. I could get kidnapped by flying saucers and my folks wouldn't notice till it's my turn to take out the trash. But you've got three brothers and two sisters. I'm only getting one little baby sister. A baby sister? That's the worst. She's all pink and cute and cuddly. How are you supposed to compete with that? 
And soon the parents do come home, and in this in the television episode, the baby's name is Grace. Yes, there are even right balloons the that say "Welcome Home, Grace." Right out the gate, and then Sam's like, "Okay, I'll leave you guys alone with your baby," and she literally picks up her haunted mask skateboard and skates out. Now that haunted mask skateboard, if you remember, was in um, Grady's room in Werewolf of Fever Swamp. It was. I don't remember yes. that. Yes, it is. Oh my god, I love this show so much. Oh, it's so good. So. Baby Grace is there. The first weird thing that happens is the mom is, um, Tyrone's mom is taking, uh, the ba- the baby upstairs and the baby's- The baby's like, okay, great. Like, baby Grace is like crying, but then all of a sudden her cries warp into this fantastic 3 a.m. devil noise and she kind of like shrieks at Nick as she's going, being taken upstairs. Yeah, she, like, Nick's mom has Grace like, you know, in her arms, so, but facing away from her. So like, Grace is- is facing Nick as, as the mom is walking up the stairs, like over the shoulder. Her yeah. little head is popped up over the shoulder and she's crying facing towards Nick and then lets out one of the, this weird sort of noise that um, Nick's mom does not notice. I'm going to take her upstairs. Nick definitely notices. So the same thing in the short story, like, you know, baby Grace screams all night, all night, and, like, keeps Nick up. And so in the middle of the night, Nick Nick walks into her, like, baby crib room and is like, bitch, like, you got to stop crying. My ass is trying to sleep. And so he's like, let me – you have – you know, there's, like, a bunch of diaper jokes or whatever. And he's like, let me, like, pick you up and, like, you know – Change your diaper. Change your diaper. But then when he picks her up, she throws up all over him. And right as she throws up all over him, like, the parents, like, come in the room and – um. Uh, Tyrone, I mean, um, Nick is like, baby Grace threw up on me. And she's like, oh, babies do that. You didn't do it on purpose. And he's like, no, that baby's evil. That baby's evil. He says that baby's a baby bar factory. Then cut to Sam and Nick. They're working on this science experiment for, I think, the science fair. I don't even know if we get that far. Where they've, like, built this, like, little maze for this rat named Stanley, and they're going to put Stanley this rat in this maze, and then they're going to put in a CD of loud, heavy metal music and seeing how the heavy metal music affects Stanley as Stanley is going through the maze. Now, Are you following Stanley me? is absolutely a rat. Stanley is a rat, and they call him a gerbil a couple times in the episode, and then other times in the episode, Nick corrects Sam, saying she, he's a rat, not a gerbil. But then I swear, doesn't Nick call him call it a gerbil at one point yes it's confusing it doesn't make no sense so like they're like practicing for their science project blasting heavy metal music and tyrone and nick's mom comes in the room and is like keep it down you guys you just woke up baby grace and like and so um nick goes over to baby grace's room and brings sam with him and he sees you guys this is so fucking funny i love he sees in baby grace's crib that she's taken these blocks with like letters on them and spelled out the words only me I, that, I took a screenshot of that one time and made it my Facebook <laughs> cover photo for a you while. You did? Yes. What were you doing on Facebook? I don't know. I haven't been there since, Oh, though. my God. That's so funny. And Nick's like, Sam, look, look. Baby Grace spelled out the words only me. See, she wants. And, like, and this- she's like, okay, Nick, you're acting like a total space cadet. And, like, you know, the blocks get knocked over. So Sam never sees that Baby Grace spelled out only me. Also, on the blocks, as you, like, turn them around, there's a G, like, in the shape of like a dripping goosebumps G that's like on the logo which very I think is clearly so there hilarious. it's so cute. so this like begins again this kind of understood idea that's never really established of I think 
I mean, I guess it's more established here because Baby Grace spells out only me, but it starts to establish the idea there's this baby that wants to take over and wants Nick dead. So cut to some night very soon where... Oh, I don't know. Grace does her best slappy impersonation in the middle of the night. She does. She makes a mess in the kitchen. And Nick, like, goes downstairs, see the kitchen is a straight-up mess, and then sees that the TV's on. And then cut to little baby Grace literally holding a remote, watching racing on TV. But not only is she watching racing, she, like, has the little tiny, tiny baby Grace has uh, a remote and she's switching the channels between racing shows and then she quickly flips to a clip from Say Cheese and Die. Oh, I where, didn't even notice. Where they get into the car accident. I didn't even notice. Yes, it's a quick Goosebumps clip. Oh, fantastic. And he, and he was like, Baby Grace, what the fuck are you doing? Give me that remote. And there's kind of this like tug of war with the remote and then um, Baby Grace literally says, Your history, big brother. <laughs> And I want to describe how this effect looks. So it ain't good, y'all. They have this, you know, it's a shot of the baby's face, like moving, and then it's like they superimposed a tiny little girl's or just any person's mouth over the baby's mouth. Yes. So it like says the words, and it's like you know, it's like a, it sounds like a middle-aged woman doing her impression of what a baby would talk like. Yes, and. You know, no one believes Nick, of course, that that baby Grace came downstairs was, was and like caused the big mess in the kitchen, and they make him clean up the mess, and so very, very night of the living dummy too. So the next morning, it before is before school. Before school, which I I still resent the amount of time that anyone on a TV show has in the bright sunny morning before school. On the OC, it would happen all the time, and I was like, no, like no one has time. When our asses were in high school, like. We were the angriest people when we woke up. I would fall out of bed, barely put clothes on. I wouldn't open my eyes until, like, halfway through first period. Yes, seriously. And I remember it still being dark on the way to, like, driving to school. I I hate that. But in in TV shows, they have five to six hours before school where it's bright, 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 sunny. Anyway, so, like, Sam is over at the house before school. And I said said out loud to Matt, I said, what is she doing here? Yeah, and 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 then she kind of leaves him there. She's like, whatever, see you at school. Well, he finds... He's like in a, looking through a bag of fresh cookies and finds a pacifier. He finds a baby binky. And he says, oh, this is proof that it was Hannah. Hannah did it last night. And she's like, okay, whatever, dude. I'll see you at school. And he was like, wait a second. So he takes the baby binky. He goes upstairs to Grace's room, waves it in front of her face and goes, look, you dumb little baby bitch. Here's proof. I know you fucked up the kitchen last, last night and you're a little whore. And then baby Grace goes, soon I'll be the only one. And he goes, aha, I got you on tape. I was recording it with this tape recorder hidden in my jacket. And then you guys, baby Grace controls the weather. I don't know. The sky darkens. The sky darkens. Wind shows up. Wind starts blowing in, and then Baby Grace's eyes. Well, the door in the room slams, and like traps him in the room. And then her eyes glow like glowing white cat eyes. Like what? Cut to commercial. And he like tells his parents, he's like, "No, you don't understand. Like Baby Grace controlled the elements, and her Her eyes eyes were were glowing. glowing. And I recorded her, and And he plays the tape back. And when it gets to the part where she's supposed to speak, it goes weird. I don't care. She's out to get me, and I can prove it. Just listen to this. Talk to me. Well, now you can. 
Of course, no, his real parents do not believe him. Of course they don't. Later, uh, Nick goes up to his room. This is the most, con- no, we not, had a- it's, you guys, this is going to start to make. I think this is the confusing, most confusing part of the episode. Yes, but like, we, let's just throw all sense out the window. So I, we even paused and I made us Matthew rewind and I was like, I said, what is happening? Do what? So Nick goes to his room and sees that his closet doors opened and it looks like, I don't know, like some things have been like thrown around in his closet. He opens the closet door and sees that there's a pile of clothes on the ground and it's like moving. It's like throbbing. Yes. There's no getting around the fact that there's a moving pile of clothes on the floor of his closet. And I think we're supposed to believe, and it may have been, I guess, like Hannah's in there messing things around or something. Or, I'm sorry, Grace is in there messing things around. Yeah. And he finds his... He he moves aside the pile of clothes. There's nothing in moving around in the pile of clothes anymore. But he finds a book, and it's his math like textbook. And it looks like a cartoonish monster has taken a big chomped bite out of it and left slippery... And it's completely dripping with ooze and slime. slime. And he was like, she's trying to eat my homework. I knew it. I knew it. And so he, like, takes the slimy cartoon math book and, and again confronts Grace for the 80th time. He's like, you bitch, you ate my math book. And then, like... She bites she his finger. She bites his finger. It's like they, they maneuver all this baby stuff really sort of delicately, I guess. But it's like a short shot of, like, clearly oh. an actor putting his finger in a baby's mouth and her, like, crying. <laughs> a lot of this episode is just, like, editing tricks to make it look like a baby is being evil or a baby is running around or a baby is actually doing stuff. But, like, the editing is, it's worse than the All-Stars 4 finale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, they don't, what they don't do, which I appreciate, is they don't do, like, a little person in a costume running around. Yeah. They just really maneuver these, like, just quick shots of a baby so basically like you know with all this crazy butt fucking wild ass shit that's happening <laughs> well those those are some words i never thought you would use to describe the book stra- the short story strained peas <laughs> i use profanity when i get excited and fired up and i am just on fire today um no the parents like with even with all this crazy stuff happening like the parents still don't believe him and they're like hey listen we want to send your ass to the your grandparents for a while and he was like no mom but just then there's a call from dr campbell and the doctor is calling and it it's revealed that nick had called Dr. Campbell of his own accord and said, hey, Dr. Campbell, remember that baby you delivered through my mom or whatever? That ain't no baby. That's a monster. Where's the real baby? And so the parents are like, ugh, why did you say that to Dr. Campbell? Now we have to go meet Dr. Campbell in a dark alley tonight, and we're going to leave you home alone with baby Grace. Right. Yeah. So the dad is like, I trust that you'll take care of baby Grace, you know, I, I mean, and Nick's like, don't leave me alone with her. And he's like, you know, you've left like, you left us know, no choice. Is, we have to go meet with Dr. Campbell late at night. And we have to meet him late, late tonight. And uh, it's it's a test to, to prove that you love your sister or something. I don't know. And so that night, Sam comes over to help, I don't know, 
keep guard. babysit or something like that at night. But she doesn't stay very long because they're about to work on their science project and put the CD in the CD player to see how Stanley does with the maze. But when she picks up the CD, there's bite marks all over it. And Sam is like really pissed. And Sam is like, I can't believe you let your gerbil out to eat my CD. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Grace bit that CD. And she's like, whatever, bitch. I'll see your ass in hell. And then she, Sam leaves. She actually says, I'm out of here, space cadet. Let me know when the shuttle lands. I'm out of here, space cadet. Let me know when the shuttle lands. Sam, wait, listen. Yeah. <laughs> so when, after she leaves, all the lights in the house go out. Yeah, power goes out. There's an interesting choice that happens here that I kind of think is, li- is 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 fun. It happens a lot on Goosebumps. I know, but this it goes from like a, a, a stagnant shot to this move. So all, as soon as the power goes out. As soon as the power goes out, the... We see Nick freak Baby out, and we follow like we follow with one shot. We follow Nick like from the stairs to like trying to turn on some lamps, and as we do that, like this just normal looking shot becomes canted, which means it's like goes on an angle to make you everything look feel and feel weird. And it's some interesting camera movement, I think. Yeah, and so. Nick's like, fuck, I'm stuck at home with my crazy baby demon sister. So he, in the dark, gets a flashlight, goes upstairs, and he sees that her cri- he she's, like, broken out of her crib, like, kind of eaten through wood or something. No, so what they, do, what they had done was they had kept her door open, but they put, you know those, like, gates that keep... Like dogs from Dogs or, out? like, kids or something out? Yeah. So they had two of those, two, like, wooden one, ones... And they stack them on top of each other to like make them make it a really high gate. Yeah. So she wouldn't be able to get out. And somebody has like crunched through or broken through or eaten through those. And she clearly has gotten out. So he takes a flashlight and is searching through this dark house. And almost all the house is like kind of generically messed up. And there's like some shuffling, creeping noises. He goes and... into the room with the science experiment and the maze has been like torn up and eaten up. And like. Nick watches Stanley, like, run away. And he's like, oh, no, Stanley, don't run away. He chases Stanley under, like, under his parent, under the bed? No, under his bed. Under his bed. And we see a shot of, like, Grace or whatever sitting on top of the bed. And Stanley, like, runs out from under. Nick has chased Stanley under the bed. But then Stanley, like, escapes from underneath the bed. And we're supposed to believe that. Grace has grabbed Stanley and eaten him. It's kind of like, it, we don't really see it. It's kind of just like, Nick's like, oh, you ate my gerbil or and something. And the baby like kind of burps or something and like jumps off of the bed and lands on Nick's like legs that are sticking out from under the bed. And and then he like, follows her around the house and like baby Grace is all of a sudden sitting on a bed with jelly all over her face or red lipstick or Should something. Should we see like, like we, we get the sense that... Well, we don't actually see Grace running through the house, but like the camera shows us that she's like moving through the house and into the parents' room. Gonna move into the house. Gonna move into the house and never going home. And she has like moved the dresser in front of the door so Nick can't get into the room. But Nick pushes past the dresser, gets into the room, and sees what Matthew, like Matthew was just saying, Grace sitting on top of the bed with like strawberry jelly all over her. But face. what we find out is that it's lipstick. And she's written on the mirror and lipstick, only me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of great. Uh. And. While she's sitting there, she just kind of gags, sort and, of? And, like, throws up Stanley on the ground. But it's just, like, Stanley is completely whole and, like, falls onto the ground. But then Stanley, like, 
this is all very hard to follow and it's very dark, but Stanley jumps onto like onto Nick's chest and like clings onto his shirt and Nick like acts disgusted like ew get off of me and throws see what I thought was happening was baby <sighs> Grace was using her evil powers to throw up Stanley and then like sick Stanley on Nick where it's like and now Stanley's evil and she's gonna command Stanley to attack Nick oh but it's not very well spelled out this all happens within like three seconds um, I think that's what was going on. It doesn't matter, though, because the parents come home right then. Yes, the parents come home, and they say that Dr. Davis said that there was Dr. a— Dr. Campbell. Oh, yes, Dr. Campbell, of course. Said that there was a, a, a computer error, which is why they ended up with the wrong baby. What? And so the parents and the baby, like, wait for the—like, I guess— Gra- some- So, like, Grace's— parents show up to their house to reclaim their real baby and to give give to trade off the to babies. trade the baby but what we see is a white stretch limo with like a skull and crossbones crest on it logo crest it on it looks like an old timey like european long limousine this is where it gets kind of stupid it was really sophisticated before this but this is where it gets stupid um and this like um, Dry, this like lurch fancy type. footed lurch driver butler bodyguard comes to the front door and goes baby, baby. and like takes baby grace and then they gives, trade off baby chloe give them yeah and so like and like the parents are like we don't see them but we just see a shot of like them inside the limousine driving away and we see the baby grace laying there and there are two there's like a dad and a mom on either side and they have monster like horror from horror land they have like demon hands that are like tickling their demon baby and there's like the woman clearly the mom is covered in like purple like has like a, a purple boa like a lot of feathers and they're like come from money and they're like oh he has your she has your eyes dear and it's like oh and the, the actual baby looks like it's about to absolutely scream at the top of its lungs <laughs> like the true baby and I'm glad they don't go like full tilt with all this because in the real world if any of this were happening like the parents would be like crying and devastated and like you know like but right now in this television episode the parents are kind of like oh well that was the wrong baby and here's our new baby it turns isn't out you're she right, son. cute isn't she great and it's like baby Chloe it's like Nick would you watch baby Chloe for a minute and Nick's like yeah I'm so happy we got rid of that literal monster baby so now it's just me my new actual baby sister Chloe and he's like, oh, Chloe, you're so cute. You sweetie, baby, baby. Oh, doo 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 And... But then, of course, in twisty fashion... Chloe speaks the same effect that we saw in Grace, and she says, Stop that baby talk and give me some food. And none of that mushy junk. And then, like, Nick, like, basically, like, rolls his eyes, and that's the end of the episode. And it's like a, it's like a little musical cue of, like, ba dum bump and that's that episode. <laughs> Strained peas. I thought it was so fun at first, and then it just completely fizzles out and dies by the end. It That's why really I recommend being faded or drunk when you watch this, because at the beginning you'll have fun, and then you'll be too fucked up by the end, and it won't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, 
I don't know if I'll watch it again anytime soon. No, I don't think so. But to me, it was kind of like, I've always known. I'm like, there's strained peas. There's the baby one, strained peas. That's that baby short story. It feels story. very Night of Living Dummy 2. It feels a little like Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Yes, it's a lot of greatest hits of stuff that we've seen before. But I would, and the one thing I do really appreciate about the television episode is all the goosebumps, winks, and nods. Yeah, those are really cute, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, those little Easter eggs, those little little cute cutes oh sweetie little baby i wanted to give a shout out and i've given a shout out to her Sh- before and i want to give a shout out again shout out to-, to my friend slash incredibly talented writer ashley rose wellman who's been listening to all of our episodes inspired by this podcast daniel she's been trying to recollect all original copies of the original 62 goosebumps oh. series and she sent me a picture the other day oh. of her collection so far and she's about halfway there And so I just think that's so great, Ashley. You're so sexy and cool and smart and talented. And you go, girl. Oh, Tay. Wow. That is really cool. I know. I love those original copies. I know. Me too. If you want to say hey to us, please do. Please. My original copy at Twitter is Daniel Montgomery, <laughs> and my Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery. Um, my Twitter is irobotujane, and my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. So much fun. And did you say the email address again? Oh, no, I didn't. No. You can definitely email both of us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk about babies, or what was your favorite baby food when you were a baby? <laughs> that no. doesn't make any sense. No. Um, we just want to say hey and um, chat with you and talk about goosebumps. Yeah. So say hello. Yeah. And so and next week um, we're gonna keep next going. Episode. Yeah. We have so m- we still have so many stories from this origin this this very first. And Tales they're only gonna get nastier and wilder, wackier and scarier. They do get really crazy. So it's... we have a lot of good stuff coming up. Something strange is gonna be happening next. Ooh. Is it? Stranger in the Woods? Yes, it's Stranger in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Things are going to get stranger and stranger. (laughs) So join us next time in the woods. If you dare.